This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Suspended. You all saw the news. Whoopi will be back here in two weeks. And reports of turmoil behind the scenes. Then, birth of a baby on a plane. Wife accused in a murder for hire plot. The target? Her husband. Did she really think she was going to get away with this? I really believe she did. The fake photos. And her phony surprise when cops told her he was dead. Oh my God. Plus, Michael Jackson's children at the premiere of the musical about their dad. But does it cover up all the controversies in his life? Then, inside the Olympic bubble. This is our living room. It's kind of messy right now. The extraordinary steps they're taking to keep out COVID. Eating in glass booths. Robot waiters. And exclusive. Meatloaf's daughter breaks her silence about her father's final days. I want to walk my daughter down the aisle before I die. Plus... The return of the Sea of Blue. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Less than 24 hours after Whoopi Goldberg apologized for her comments about the Holocaust, she is off the air, suspended for two weeks to reflect on the impact of her words, as her bosses at ABC put it. And her co-hosts at The View are said to be furious about that. Here's Jim Murray. Whoopi Goldberg is the hot topic everywhere except on The View's own hot topics. You all saw the news. Whoopi will be back here in two weeks. Okay. That was the only reference to Whoopi's two-week suspension over her controversial comments about the Holocaust. The punishment was announced by the president of ABC News last night. While Whoopi has apologized, I've asked her to take time to reflect and learn about the impact of her comments. The uproar erupted following Whoopi's mischaracterization of the Holocaust on Monday's show. The Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's, it's not about race. It's not about race. Whoopi is said to be livid and humiliated and is considering quitting the show because she has already apologized. I get it. Folks are angry. I accept that and I did it to myself. Her ego has been hurt and she's telling people she's going to quit, a source tells the New York Post. There's at least one report that said that she, as well as the other hosts, uh, were furious over her suspension. Conservative critics at Fox News took a moment to mock Whoopi's suspension. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. Did you say Whoopi Goldberg is suspended for two weeks? (laughs) You're you're, you're awful. You're just awful. I can't, I can't go on. 
And another TV bombshell today, the powerful president of CNN, Jeff Zucker, has resigned over his romantic relationship with another top CNN executive. In a memo to the CNN staff, Zucker says, I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. We have news now to report involving our network. CNN media correspondent Brian Stelter said everyone at CNN is stunned. I don't think anybody uh, saw this coming this morning, an announcement like this. Although Zucker didn't release the woman's name, she was quickly identified as 49-year-old Allison Gallist. She has worked with Zucker for decades. They were together at NBC at the Today Show in the 90s, then at NBC Universal, and now at CNN. Gallist confirmed, Jeff and I have been close friends and professional partners for 20 20 years. Recently, our relationship changed during COVID. Some wondered whether forcing Zucker's resignation was an overreaction. These are two consenting adults who are both executives. That, that they can't have a private relationship um, feels wrong. At CNN, there appears to be growing belief that former anchor Chris Cuomo revealed Zucker's secret romance with Golist during the recent probe that resulted in his firing. He was trying to burn the place down. He was going to court trying to burn the place down and claiming that he had incriminating information about Zucker and Golist. While Zucker says he is stepping down from CNN, Ms. Gallus is staying in her job. Both are divorced. Another moving scene in Manhattan today. For the second time in less than a week, a massive crowd of police officers filling the street to say goodbye to a fellow officer killed in the line of duty. Les Trent was there. Another solemn day for the NYPD. New York's finest turned out in huge numbers again today to pay their respects to a slain officer. For the second time in less than a week, men and women in blue from near and far have gathered on this famed Fifth Avenue in Manhattan to bid farewell to one of their own. 27-year-old Wilbert Mora was honored in the city's St. Patrick's Cathedral. The ceremony took place just five days after the funeral of his 22-year-old partner that also saw a sea of blue filling Fifth Avenue with thousands of police officers from across the nation. An ocean of officers shouldn't have Deline streets for the second time in five days. Mora was a four-year veteran of the force. He and his partner were shot to death in Harlem when they responded to a domestic disturbance. His brother Wilson gave the eulogy. I love you, baby bro. And I will always miss you. Like his partner, Jason Rivera, Mora was given the traditional honor accorded to officers slain in the line of duty, promotion to detective first grade. A giant billboard of Officer Mora was displayed over Times Square. The statistics are upsetting. Nationwide, 30 police officers were shot in January alone. Five of them died. That is a 67% increase from the same time last year. Oops, he did it again. Simon Cowell had another bike accident. He just broke his arm when he crashed on his e-bike, something that happens not long after he broke his back while pedaling around town. Maybe Simon Cowell should stay off two wheels. For the second time in 18 months, he's had a serious crash on his e-bike, this time in London, where he was seen with his arm in a cast. The 62-year-old TV personality reportedly made a sharp turn on a wet road and flew over the handlebars, breaking his left arm. In 2020, Cowell broke his back after crashing his e-bike in Malibu. Both times, Cowell was not wearing a helmet, so it could have been a lot worse.
And from now on, Simon Cowell says he will be wearing a helmet. Smart move. Michael Jackson's children made a rare public appearance last night. They attended the opening of the new musical about their father, a show that was produced with the approval of the Jackson estate. But as Stephen Fabian reports, it is being criticized for not telling the whole story. MJ the Musical has all the dazzling singing and dancing you'd expect from the life of one of the world's greatest performers. But is there something missing? On hand to celebrate their father's larger-than-life legacy, his daughter Paris Jackson, who hit the red carpet with her brother Prince. Jackson's youngest son, Blanket, was also in attendance. But is it possible to tell the story of Michael Jackson without all the controversy that dogged him in his later years, including allegations of sexually abusing children? Now, the musical was produced with the full cooperation of the Jackson estate, which may explain why it's the glossy life of the pop legend. The first reviews are in, with the New York Times declaring that the musical tells the story of Michael Jackson, except for the big story. Michael Jackson Broadway show sanitizes his life in music, says the New York Post. Christopher Jones is theater critic for the New York Daily News. You know, I don't really think it would have worked had it also been addressing those allegations because you would have ended up with a, a sort of a somber drama inevitably. And that's not what they wanted MJ the musical to be. Fans lining up to buy tickets don't seem to care. I don't think we need to hear about the controversies. He was a wonderful icon. One thing the critics agree, Miles Frost, the actor channeling Michael Jackson, is an exciting new talent. Variety calls his performance a stunning feat of likeness and skill. MJ may gloss over the big controversies, but if singing and dancing is what you want, it's what you get. Paris Jackson reportedly got emotional during the show, dabbing away tears during a performance of the Jackson 5 song, I'll Be There. Opening ceremonies aren't until Friday, but the competitions in curling and luge have already begun in Beijing, while other athletes are getting settled into the Olympic Village there. And what is it like inside that Olympic Village bubble, which is designed to keep both the athletes and the people of China free from COVID? Here's Amber Cogliano. We have just arrived. Team USA is settling into their Olympic Village suites, and they're impressed. This is so cute. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 18-year-old snowboarder Tessa Maud gave us an exclusive tour. This is our living room. It's kind of messy right now. These are the um, Team KN95s. That is so cool. Wow. Her favorite feature, the high-tech remote-controlled smart bed. It's like an ocean wave. It's super cool. It has all of these modes. You can put it in zero gravity mode. You can put your head up, your feet up. It's super high tech. It's really cool. The athletes are sealed off from the world behind barricades. Everyone is tested once a day and must adhere to strict social distancing. But the rules have not dampened Tessa's enthusiasm. How exciting is it just to be over there? It's honestly just a dream come true. Tessa and her roommate travel around the Olympic Village on bikes. Inside the 24-hour dining hall, gloves are required as you collect your food. The canteen workers are in full hazmat suits and everyone eats in individual glass cubicles. Another canteen in the village has no staff at all. Robots deliver the food directly to your table. There's even a Robbie the Robot bartender.
A total of 203 athletes make up the American team. The passenger list grew during an 11-hour flight when one passenger gave birth in the middle of the trip. Fortunately, there was a doctor on board. This woman gave birth at 34,000 feet. Mom went into labor a month early, right in the middle of an 11-hour international flight. Fortunately, the flight crew knew what to do, and as luck would have it, a doctor and nurse were also on board. Dr. Stephen Anansua Addo and nurse Nanajua Techi answered the call. She was a little bit concerned, especially about the baby, as she was in a lot of pain and wondered if we could give her anything, but we knew that wasn't possible. A makeshift delivery room was set up on the floor of the galley with blankets and towels. Welcome, little one. Two hours later, little baby Nolan was born, happy and healthy. A fellow passenger documented the unbelievable event. I literally just witnessed a woman giving birth on the plane. When the flight from the African nation of Ghana landed in D.C., emergency medical personnel were ready to take mom, who lives in New York, and baby Nolan to the hospital. For these two medical professionals, this is one flight they will never forget. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I'll be called in a situation like this. I guess not. We'll be back with more after this. Next, the wife accused in a murder-for-hire plot. Target her husband. Did she really think she was going to get away with this? I really believe she did. The fake photos and her phony surprise when cops told her he was dead. Oh, my God. And exclusive. Meatloaf's daughter breaks her silence about her father's final days. I want to walk my daughter down the aisle before I die. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. She was a cop accused of masterminding a murder-for-hire plot, and authorities say the victim was to be her own husband. 
now in this Inside Edition exclusive. He's speaking with Stephen Fabian about staging his own death to bring his wife to justice. You're watching a sting operation as it happens. Are you Valerie Cincinnati? What's going on? A wife is about to get some devastating news about her husband. Might I have a seat for me, please? I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that Isaiah was found dead. <laughs> She appears stunned, <laughs> then breaks down. But was it all an act? Oh my God! Valerie Cincinnati wasn't surprised to hear her husband was dead because prosecutors say she orchestrated a chilling murder-for-hire plot to kill him. But what she didn't know was that her husband was very much alive, and here he is. Never seen that video. You've never seen this video? No. Isaiah Cavalho is speaking exclusively to Inside Edition. What do you see when you watch this video? To me, it looks like a cold-blooded, cold-hearted person. So, who is Valerie Cincinnati? Her occupation may surprise you. She was a New York City cop. She and her husband had been married for five years. They had one son together. I thought I was marrying somebody who protected and served for a, live, for a living. Somebody who was, you know, a cop an outstanding citizen, and instead I got a crazed lunatic. In 2019, they were going through a messy divorce, and authorities say Valerie Cincinnati schemed to do away with her husband. They say she put this man, her then-boyfriend, John Daruba, in charge of hiring the hitman for $7,000, converted into gold to make it untraceable. Did she really think she was going to get away with this? I really believe she did, because she went through with it. But the boyfriend went straight to the FBI. Why? Because he says Cincinnati wanted to add another victim to her hit list, his 13-year-old daughter. Cincinnati was said to be jealous of the pricey gifts her boyfriend was buying his daughter, including Louis Vuitton bags, Ugg boots, and fake nails every week. Cops say she hated the teen with a passion and wanted her bumped off too. Working with the FBI, the two men in Valerie Cincinnati's life joined forces to bring her down. Together, they staged a realistic crime scene. The FBI told me to sit in the car, and they took glass, and they put it all over on the floor here, rolled down my window, put glass all over me inside of the car, and told me to hunch over into the passenger seat. Was that eerie to stage your own death? Uh, it haunts me every day. The fake photo was shown to his wife as proof of death. Well, you don't have to worry about your court papers now. Cincinnati believed her husband had been killed. Her boyfriend secretly recorded what happened next as she tried to cover her tracks. Delete my text. You're not keeping anything on the phone. The FBI moved in. Is there a part of you that's worried when she gets out of prison? She's going to try to find somebody to actually do the job. I look over my shoulder constantly. There's not a day that I don't go by that I'm not afraid for my life. In a plea deal, the murder for hire charge was dropped. Cincinnati pled guilty to obstruction of justice. She was sentenced to 48 months in prison. Her ex-boyfriend was not charged. When we come back, details about Meatloaf's final days straight from his daughter. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? 
or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Meatloaf's daughter talks about his final days. To the world, he was Meatloaf. But to her, he was dad. My father was more than anything filled with love. And he had the biggest heart and was just a giant teddy bear. Amanda Aday is speaking out today about her father's final days. She says Meatloaf was surrounded by his children and the people who have worked with him for many years. What was that like for your family to all be able to gather together? Everybody rallied that that our family, our uh, music family, and everybody flew in from across the country. Amanda would not comment on reports that her father died of COVID. In the months before his death, he blamed China for the pandemic. We're all suffering because of it, but you can blame China. So many of us in the past two years have lost loved ones. And so we're now in a place, I think, where all of us across the, the globe are grieving together. Just this year, Meatloaf played matchmaker for his daughter and her boyfriend, who is also a musician. First thing Dad says out of his mouth is, that was a great show, but when are you going to marry my daughter? Because I love you and you love her, so let's make this happen. Because I want to walk my daughter down the aisle before I die. And obviously, we're here today, and that didn't happen. Our condolences to the family. When we come back, banking or barking? Finally today, look who's banking. Give that dog a loan? Yup, that's a pooch at the bank window, and other customers can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Judging by that tail wagging, he must have lots of money in his account. And yes, he got a doggy treat for being so good. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.